coming up on Telling the Odds. Harris and Dula to possibly appear in the Rangers of the New Republic series. As well as that, we talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi appearing in the Cassian Andor series. Plus, we play a good old game of Star Wars Tenny Questions. What time is it, 3PO? It is time for Telling the Odds. Hello everybody, welcome back to Telling the Odds. We are a day later than usual. This is Monday the 8th of March. Hope you guys are all having a uh, a good old-fashioned start to the next season of the year now that February is over. Um, uh, yeah, that was a really weird start. I don't know where to go from here. Michael, please help me. <laughs> where do we go from here? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Talking about seasons. Star Wars. Good old season Star Wars, of that uh, thing we talk awesome about on a weekly basis. Star Wars, that's... Yeah, what is, what is this podcast about? Is this podcast about regular life or, or Star Wars? Um, Who knows? Yeah, but, uh, well, yes, this yep. podcast is about uh, Star Wars. It's uh, so funny you'd mentioned that, Michael. Um, and Funny I mentioned that the, the topic of this entire conversation. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, we've, got a, got, we've got a bunch of cool stuff to talk about, guys. Um, this episode we is going to... It's just, again, uh, discussions and uh, afterwards, uh, maybe a yep. little game or two. So, yes. I feel like with a lot of these uh, recent uh, news slash discussions over the past year so far, they've pretty much all been about the upcoming Disney Plus uh, TV shows and stuff for Star Wars because this is pretty much the direction everything's going in Star Wars. So that's what everything's building up to. So I think that explains why exactly. all like, of the news. You know, is yeah, you're right. This. We're not going to get a new a, a new Star Wars movie for quite a while, which I don't mind because, like yeah. I said a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Um, I think mm. and honestly believe after seeing two seasons of The Mandalorian and all the content that we're going to get with all these awesome characters spread out over over a multitude of episodes, I honestly think that a a medium and a and a storybook like what you see in Star Wars works better as television. So I'm I'm really excited for everything that we're going to get, mm. and we're going to get yes. into that um uh, a little later. We definitely. Will. Um, but for now, we're going to talk about something that, wouldn't you know it, is also Star Wars TV related, because our first topic of the day has mm. to do with Rangers of the New Republic, the, seri- the series we have on its, yes. uh, the series that is on its way, and uh, who might be involved. And when I'm saying who might be involved, I'm referring to everyone's favorite green Twi'lek from Rebels, Hera Syndulla. Uh, Hera Syndulla, yes. uh, Spectre 2 from Rebels. Um, there's a good chance that she's going to be appearing in the Rangers of the New Republic series. Now, um, there's been, you know, a multitude of uh, rumors and theories surrounding her involvement in the series. One, um, you know, sort of half means that that she will making, she'll be making a character, sorry, not a character, she'll be making an appearance, um, as whether it be a a cameo or as, you know, a bit of a bigger role. Or like a side Um, character. But the almost prevailing theory, it seems like I could say now, is that, um, she'll just be flat out replacing um, Cara Dune because up until now uh, Cara Dune you know Gina Carano's character from The Mandalorian was going yeah. to be a heavy player in that series and because uh, Gina Carano is no longer well, involved I think the assumption... in Star Wars uh, yeah. they think that Harrison Do- or you know Vanessa Marshall's um, uh, Harrison Dula might just be replacing her in the role that she would play um, obviously we're not, we're not 100% yeah, sure yeah I think the assumption rumors, going but, forward yeah. was that she would be I think the assumption going forward generally was that she was like the protagonist or the like the leading force of the yeah. show or like at least a major part of it was talking about the Re- New Republic and, and this because she joined the New Republic at the season two of uh, uh, Mandalorian and whatnot. And so I think, yeah, in terms of this discussion, what I would be most interested in talking about would be that second alternative. Because, yeah, 
uh, first alternative, Hera shows up as like a cameo, similar or like either a cameo, which would be all right, but kind of disappointing. I'd much prefer a mar- larger role, but like a larger role into something like Ahsoka in in The Mandalorian, where either a whole episode is like dedicated to her, or whether she appears in a couple of other episodes. That would be interesting. But I personally would be more interested in discussing the potential of her leading her own series, having replaced Cara Dune. Because yeah, we we did mention, as we mentioned, I think two weeks ago. Tina Carano is no longer um, uh, going to be employed by Lucasfilm moving forward. And so but her potential of leading the Rangers of the New Republic, we brought up at the time, we're like, oh, th- where, where could this show possibly be going? Because we assumed that she would be the leading uh, character of the show. And I think if you were to replace uh, Cara Dune potentially with anyone, the idea of replacing her with Cara Dune, uh, with uh, Harris Dula, I guess the only other option being like a new, uh, as opposed to like a new character, uh, replacing her with Harris Dula, I think it's a great option. I think that would be a character that we would, I would love to see more, love to see in new in uh, live action, and I think would fit the role of a potentially new Republic. Uh, series like very well so i think that's a great idea uh yeah you you know me michael i've said it a couple times by far and above my favorite rebels my favorite character from rebels is hera i absolutely love harrison doula i love vanessa marshall as hera i think she's great her voice Mm. is just magic when you hear it um because she's got she's got a great voice for voice acting uh because you know she's been in a lot of um stuff for disney channel and disney xd and she's even been um other characters in con wars and stuff like that so she's worked she she's done a lot of work with dave filoni and the um you know lucas animation and stuff like that uh but to Mm. see her in live action would be awesome because funny thing is um, this was a long time ago now, but um, I honestly had a sneaking suspicion shortly before Rise of Skywalker came out that we might have seen Hera in live action, mainly because of the fact that um, in the very first uh, Rise of Skywalker trailer, they gave us a, a very quick glimpse of that shot where just all of the ships are in are, are in shot, and right behind the Millennium Falcon, you can very clearly see the ghost. So I was thinking, holy shit, are they going to bring mm. the ghost crew into this movie? That would be so cool. Um, obviously, we didn't <laughs> yeah. get Hera in that movie. Um but we have gotten her in other stuff. Well, we got I know, her as a yeah. as a um, main um, campaign character in Star Wars Squadrons and stuff. Um, but the main reason that I'd love yep. to see her be a part of this series is, you know, it's going to be Rangers of the New Republic. You know, it's set after Return of the Jedi. And uh, Rebels teaches us that Hera fought in the Battle of Endor. So she's clearly um, still a, a major force of... Um, major driving force of the rebellion and presumably the New Republic's, um, you know, navy and air force or whatever you'd like to call them. You know, the people who fly the X wings. Um, so it would almost make a lot of sense that she would show up in this uh, show, even if Cara Dune was still going to be involved. Like you know, um, if if all that stuff hadn't happened, and we were talking about this topic as. Um, her mm. being involved in the series as well as Cara Dune. That would make complete sense because, you know, um, if I was yep. writing a show like this, it would make complete sense for me to have someone like Hera Syndulla who became a rebel general very shortly before the events of A New Hope um, to to be a real driving force in this area of the galaxy. Um, something that's also really kind of you know I- interesting is when you think about it, that scene with those two X-Wings and the Razor Crest in the second episode of season two of Mandalorian when, when they say, we've been surfing the uh, Outer Rim for, you know, Imperial holdouts and stuff like that. 
um, it, it almost yeah. serves as like a backdoor pilot and uh, like a mini synopsis as to what this show is going to be about. <laughs> yeah. I like to think that we're going to see a lot of X-Wing pilots, a lot of, you know, Y-Wing pilots, whatever we see them flying, you know, going to, you know, really obscure planets in the Outer Rim searching for whatever's left of the Empire. And that seems like a perfect mm. place for Hera to, um, to, to, to come back into the limelight, I'd say. I definitely agree. I think Harrison Tiller is interesting because she's got to be one of the most like cameoed characters in terms of different eras. Like, I feel like Hera has appeared in like a bunch of di- or like maybe just the Ghost in general has appeared in a bunch of different places. Like, uh, the Ghost was in like Rogue yeah. One. It was like landed in the place and like appeared in the battle of um in like Rogue One. You saw the Ghost flying yeah. around. Uh, and I think they even mention Captain Sandula. Yeah, they do. They uh, say Captain, you've they, seen they, it's, her... over like a, it's over a loudspeaker. They go Captain Sandula to Bay Four yeah. or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And so, and and she also appears in like uh, comic books and like stories about like Endor and like all these different things. Like all these different hints and references. Like retroactively saying that Hera has appeared in these eras. And yes, I, I personally haven't looked too much into Star Wars Squadron, so I don't know how story-wise, how involved she is in that, but um, I'm sure it'll be interesting. But I feel like I, I really would like an opportunity to get like a new, another story with Hera. Like, we had Hera's story in Star Wars Rebels, but like we've had her appear in a bunch of different things as cameos or just being like, I'm here as well. But like I think getting another story with Hera would be really interesting and I would I would really like to see that. And so whether that was originally as like a cameo or a small part in Rangers New Republic or be that now as the show being um, centered around her or her being a leading role in it, I think that that's a great opportunity because, yeah, I think... Um, it's it's really cool when you get to see uh, characters like have new stories. Like Ahsoka is really interesting because she has had like different stories in a bunch of different eras. Like she has her Clone Wars time where she was like uh, like a Padawan and in that era. She has her Rebels time when she was like in the Rebellion leading that. And then we've also got this Mandalorian story with her where she's like um like in the in the town that she's trying to defend. And I guess the TV show will be getting. And so like, we've got all of these stories of her in different eras, like we're meeting different people at that time. And it really fleshes out her role in the Star Wars universe. And I think to flesh out that role for like Hera as well would be really interesting. So I think that would be cool. But I, I feel like one thing I do, while I think, again, it's a great, a great character to bring in, that would be a lead to do it out of a character we've already seen before. I feel like Hera Syndulla and Cara Dune would be quite dramatically different characters. Like, alignment-wise in their roles, they would be quite similar. But in terms of, like, personalities, the way they would deal with situations, I feel like they'd be quite different. And so I wonder how much of the show would have already been written and whether it is just a simple swap out or whether they would have to dramatically change everything if it is, as the rumours would say, um, um, a major change of, of yeah, character. Yeah, that's a good point because, you know, you're right. With, with when, when there are characters um, like Cara Dune and Hera... Um, it's kind of hard to do just a very, uh, just a um, just a blatant swap out because they are very different. Because uh, you're right, they all they both fight on the side of the you know the New Republic or whatever, or the Rebellion or you know whatever you want to call the good guys at whatever point in time that you see you know these events happening in. But at the same time, Cara Dune is sort of like a yeah, I'm gonna do the right thing, but I'm also kind of like a, a badass who doesn't really yeah, exactly a, a, rebel. a rebel. Um. <laughs> But, this is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. Oh God! Well done, Michael. <laughs> um, but yeah, just I think you know what I mean. In over, overall, she's yeah, very yeah. different. Um, but mm. in the same way, Hera again also doesn't take any shit from anyone. But she's also mm. a lot more um, uh, compassionate, I suppose, is the word I would use. She's a lot yeah. more um, 
uh, uh, team oriented, I suppose. I feel like uh, Hera is also like a, a source of um, grounding for like the characters in the Ghost Crew. Like she was like their sense of like. I mean, I, I hesitate to say mother figure, but, like, you know, in a sense of, like, uh, she was the one who would, like... That's absolutely what they were doing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, like, in the sense of, like, she would be the one to, like, bring uh, Kanan out of his, like, de- like not depression, but, like, his, his like, lamenting, and, like, the one to, like, um, halt, like, make sure that Ezra wasn't going to, um, uh, what's the, what's the correct word, uh... Evil. Hot shot. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Like she, she was always the one to bring the ghost crew back together. Like, and I just feel like Cara Dune's not really that type of person. Like, I feel like let's just say you've got uh, Ezra um, going out, storming out because he's had an argument. Uh, Cara Dune would be the one to like go out with Ezra and go on a side mission, do something fun because they want to head away from the ghost crew. Whereas Hera would be the one to try and bring Ezra back. I feel like the dynamics of how they would like relate to the characters around them is very different. So that's a really good. Point. I mean, not that we can't have a dramatic change in terms of her character, but. I mean, look, I, I, I'll be the first to say that some of my favourite parts of Rebel Season 1 are those moments where um, Ezra and Zeb are just wrecking shit, and Hera's like, I will turn the ghost around if you know. <laughs> no, yeah. no, obviously, she doesn't say that flat out, but it's like, you know, um, mother figure Hera is, <laughs> I'll throw you is out um, the a window. really endearing part of Rebels for me. Because, I mean, that, yeah. I mean it, that's not the reason why Hera is one of my favourite, is, is my favourite character from Rebels, but it's up there. Um, mm. yeah. I also so, do think. But, no, yeah. I think you're absolutely right. If we're seeing Rangers of the New Republic as like a group of um, of uh, rebel Navy officers going out and performing missions to uh, bring down whatever's left of the Empire, I can see Harrison Dula manning a team much easier than I can see Cara Dune manning a team because Harrison yeah. Dula has had so much experience with that sort of thing and that's, she's yeah, just more likable of a point. character. Um, mm. Because that's the thing, think, yeah. is that, oh, sorry, is that um, just completely separate from all of the stuff that's happened with Gina Carano and stuff like that, Cara Dune as a character, from the minute she was introduced in um, episode like four of the, uh, Mandalorian's first season, I've always liked her character. I've never loved her character because it doesn't seem like... Because um, there's never really... Um, I've never really felt a really strong... Um, thematic connection to her. I know that they were trying to set something like that up in late season two when they were just like, yeah, I lost everyone on older one and they were trying to give her a backstory. But <laughs> at the same one. time, a lot of, uh, she, she's really just felt like the, um, I mean, for lack of a, uh, lack of a better word, uh, generic shoot em up character that Mando calls when he needs, yeah. a, when he needs a job done. Um, I, mean, I, I feel like apt. if you bring in someone like Hera, um, you, we have so much history with Hera already, and she's such a great mm. character that it would make me all the more excited to watch a show like this if I knew that she was going to be a driving force of what we were going to see. Mm. So, um, if this is it, what's actually happening and we are going to see Hera in this series, I'm totally down for it. Like, give me more Hera in anything. I think I definitely agree with two points you said. One, the idea of, like, with originally it being a Kara Dune driven show, it's like, you know, I'm interested, I want to see it. Like, uh, I I liked the character. I think I the interest in the direction of it of the show potentially leaning more into the New Republic, a part of the Star Wars universe in canon we have hardly yeah. seen. So that part I was always interested in. But like a Cara Dune, uh, what's it called, led show? You know, all right. But the prospect of it being led by Hera and like that that being led in in the uh, New Republic yeah. show, this is like if it is true, shut up, pot- shut up like, and take my the, money. Uh, potential Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah, well, shot up in terms of the potential, uh, the the order of Star Wars, new Star Wars shows yeah. that I'm interested in seeing. Like, I'm now way more excited to see this if it is true. But I did find one of the points you said interesting: the idea of uh, it's 
in terms of if it's a team or whatnot, the show's called Rangers of the New Republic. Unlike The Mandalorian, where it's very much centered around that one character, this potentially could be a, a more group dynamic, yeah. like a, a more like Star Wars Rebels. It's like, who's the main character of Star Wars Rebels? You could say Ezra, you could say Kanan. Like, it's not really one character. There's, like, a group of them. And so, unlike The Mandalorian, where it's The Mandalorian and he's got some side characters, I think a group dynamic of the Rangers of the New Republic would be really interesting. And I think that would work a lot better with Hera and other characters as opposed to, like, Cara Dune and some other characters. Like, Cara Dune's worked in the team. Like, she's worked with The Mandalorian and and, um, uh, Carl Weathers' uh, character and, and whatnot. But, um... I feel like she would be a lot more of a solo. Like if if I if we were, I, d- I doubt we are now. But if we were ever to get a show about her, I feel like it would be more interesting to see a show specifically about her and her backstory and like kind of a more solo adventure. Whereas if we were to see Hera appear in something else, I think Hera to appear with a group of either New Republic Rangers or New Republic in some way, but like her not be the only character, but like in a group would be much more interesting. And so I think that could maybe explain like part and part parts of it but who knows that's the thing we we know very little about the show yeah. and we've got this news like potentially leading about it but again it's like it's news about like this is what we know and then we know a title and we're just guessing everything else that could be with it so there's only so much we can know from it but i think the prospect of it being a certainly the idea of hera appearing in a live action show and just and being a major part of the show immediately very interesting to me but also the prospect of her um taking on a role that would have been originally um carried by uh cara dune i think yeah i think in the direction of how unfortunate it is with everything that's gone on with um gina carano or whatnot this would probably be one of the better choices that could happen yeah um no i i agree you know uh it, it also begs the question as to if we see hera back and you know her flying ghost or maybe flying a different ship you know maybe an x-wing or something like that because we have mm. seen her jump into an x-wing before would we see more chopper which because i'd be down for that because i love chopper oh yes i feel like you'd have to have yeah. chopper um and again you... again it's not even confirmed that we're going to see Hera. so at this point everything we say is just like you yeah. know, theorizing and maybe oh this is something we'd like take to take it see. all with a grain of salt you know, if yeah. we saw Hera syndulla does that mean we might see uh some more of jason syndulla because we have literally like, seen yeah. like five seconds of that kid on screen. Um, <laughs> and if you're putting him in, say, let, let's just, you know, say for the sake of argument that um, Rangers of the New Republic takes place around the same time that uh, Dave Filoni and his wingman are surfing through the skies and chasing Razor Crests, like, you know, Jason Sandul mm. is probably like 12, 13 years old, I suppose, because. Yeah, yeah, he'd be a, he'd be a bit because he was born. Not, not to... um, you know, he he would have been like a year old at the time of uh, the Death Star being blown up, and it's been like what five years? Five, no way, no, that's not right. Five years after Return of the Jet? No, nine. Yeah, yeah, he'd probably be about ten or eleven years old. Um, which is mm. yeah, which is interesting. Again, we're not saying that he will probably be in this show. I'm just theorizing about what about the fact that it would be cool to see him because we've seen like you know nothing of I him. Think, I'd, I'd like yeah. to see Kanan's son in other things. <laughs> yeah, I think the potential of Hera being in this. I think if Hera's in this, it would be almost a hundred percent chance that Chopper would be in it because yeah. that's just the dynamic. I feel like depending on how it is in terms of where Jason Solo would be, if they're going on like missions, maybe he wouldn't be there. But I feel like he'd probably have an appearance in the show. Also depends on like whether this will connect to the Ahsoka series and, and like, and how much the Ahsoka series is looking for Thrawn and Ezra and whatnot and how much it leads into Rebels. Because uh, I feel like Disney Plus is in an interesting point of like, they they have, so far, they've had like references to like 
Clone Wars and or Rebels or other mediums. They've had plot points that have originated from them, like the Darksaber or things like that. If they'll have actual whole TV shows that are basically sequels to those shows, I don't know if they're quite at that stage yet. And I feel like um, be this like a, a straight up sequel to um, Star Wars Rebels or Ahsoka or whatnot. I don't know if they're quite at that stage, but who knows? Uh, yeah, no, I yeah. think you're right. Uh, I mean, look, they've been toying around with the idea that we're going to get a Rebels sequel series for ages now, but um, it doesn't seem mm. as though it's anywhere in like you know the lineup of shows we're going to be getting so um i really don't know what to think in that regard but uh i would personally be happy of like having these characters and all their stories or story arcs appear again in live action and that be the sequel series but you know i guess we'll find out how that happens but yeah uh okay yeah so like we said that is that that puts a button on that conversation. Now we're going to get into our second conversation of the day, which also has to do with a certain character appearing in a certain show. Um, this came as a real surprise to me. I did not expect to hear this and um, was not expecting this to be a thing that would ever cross our paths, but here we go. Apparently, Obi-Wan is going to be in Cassian Andor. Yes. Now, when uh, you first uh, alerted me to this news, I had a reaction of, oh, okay. Like, I wasn't adverse to the idea like i like obi-wan i i love obi-wan think it's great super excited for the show and so i'd love for him to appear in more things but i also had the reaction of in the cassian andor series like timeline of all things yeah he could he could be in that in fact out of anything timeline wise that's probably one of the few things he could appear in but why (laughs) why cassian andor uh i think that they are really um uh, pushing the idea that we keep fighting, but I think it's going to happen, is um, the idea that Obi-Wan was not on Tatooine that whole yeah. time. Um, I'm, yeah. I, I'm honest, I think they're honestly hinting towards the fact that he left and did some other stuff. But the reason that this mm. doesn't really make sense to me is that if, we, if this implies that he at some point makes contact with the early days Rebel Alliance... Like, yep. that that really flies in the face of Obi-Wan's role in Rebels, because when yeah. Ezra, find, Ezra wants to go find Obi-Wan, um, Hera says something like, do you really think that if he was alive, he'd be on some backwater planet instead of helping us? Like, you know, yep. they clearly have yep. no idea that he is alive, right? And if he is alive, it's just rumours, you know? I would if say, yeah. Andor and, and, you know... Um, uh, pre-Death Star chronology Rebels was aware of his um, existence on Tatooine, like, it would stand to reason that, you know, that's, that, you know, word of that would kind of spread through their ranks, right? But Hera and the rest of them in Rebels have no idea that he's alive. So, it, uh, it's just yeah. a bit confusing to me. I would say two things to that. One, depending on when that was said, uh, I think it was season three with, oh, no, was it season four, mid-season four with the... It was when it they was were trying Twin to fight Sons, which is the one of the final episodes of season three. Okay, one of the final ones of season yeah. three. So at that point, they definitely had major contact with the Rebel Alliance. I don't know if they were formally like a hundred percent with them. Like they were still their own Rebel cell in like um with I think with uh, Commander Sato and uh, and different people like that. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, yes. I'm but, pretty sure Sato dies in yeah, the season, season two finale. Oh, yeah. season two. Okay, maybe well, no, not. not no. season two because season two is all yeah, about was, Malachor and Darth Vader. It was about it was um, about Thrawn, so it was season three finale. It was season three. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, so so they were still their own rebel cell. They weren't necessarily one hundred percent tied to the main uh, uh, Yavin Four group, which they later joined. And so I think you could maybe like 
make some connection that they were separate, but I think it's pretty clear, and what we have seen, as mentioned in Rogue One, that 100% two people in the Rebel Alliance definitely know about Obi-Wan, and that is a Bail Organa, because of course Bail Organa knows, and yep. uh, Moth- Mon Mothma, because she cl- she asks... Um, Bail Organa, if he could ask his special fr- his fr- friend, his special friend, <laughs> yeah, his friend to help or whatever, and so she clearly knows. But I, I had the, I was under the assumption that it was like a, a, a secret that he, he had told her as like a, this is a, a trump card type thing that I know about, but it's really not a good. We can't rely on this, um, the way that she kind of asked him if he could help, and so to him to just appear in the Cassian Andor series is like a character showing up in a plot, like a major plot point or whatever, um, in a series that's meant to be set pre-Rogue One at in the major Rebel Alliance group. It would, it, depending on how they do it, would just be such a strange addition to that to the character's story that I feel like I don't. We don't need to see this. We're about to get a Obi Wan Kenobi series, so we're not like dire to like get Obi Wan like cameos and whatnot. We're, he's about to get his own series, and to have him like kind of be shuffled into every single show, where especially with parts where it just wouldn't make much sense for the character. I mean, again, it's just uh, just a. Is it a rumor? Or is it? I think it's a rumor. Uh, I, I really. I, it's just a rumor at this point. Um, most of the time, when we talk about rumors and stuff, yeah. we say, you know what? The rumors yeah, have been we'd be open to it. Yeah. Um. I really hope this is not yeah. true. <laughs> um, because I, I feel I like... I do too. Like, again, love Obi-Wan. Love it when he appears in things. But this just feels yeah, like I, such a strange I'm choice. I'm absolutely not against seeing Obi-Wan in other stuff. Like, I was literally just thinking, oh, he could show up in Ahsoka. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, he couldn't. Because Ahsoka takes place after the Return of the Jedi. And Obi-Wan is slightly indisposed as of Return of the Jedi. And, and, and by I mean indisposed, I mean dead. Yeah. I mean, it could be a Force That's ghost. Fair. could be a um, Force ghost. But yeah, I mean, like, the... The, the sense that we're getting from Andor is that it's going to be focusing on the seedy underbelly of 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 um the of the Star Wars galaxy, mm. really getting into the crime lord aspects of, or, and you know, showing yeah. showing the shades is, of grey you know, that are inherent in some of the members yeah. of the Rebel Alliance. And I honestly don't think that Obi Wan fits into that mm. as a character. Um, no, <laughs> more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Exactly, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing in Andor yeah. and. I don't think Obi Wan belongs in that world. He and um, there, there is so much. Other, there is so much other stuff that I would absolutely love to see him do. But mm-hmm. yeah, not in Andor. I, I again, I, I get. I mean, look, we only we say this knowing absolutely nothing about what Andor will really be about. So maybe what they're going for um, uh, gives Obi Wan a perfect reason to show up. But um, yeah. I don't know. I just have this feeling that if he did show up, it would feel somewhat shoehorned. Um, uh, I don't I, know. I, I do say that, but. I feel like I've had a problem after the Mandalorian season two finale where I feel like I have a bit of a disconnect from the major Star Wars going public. Like in terms of, yes, of course, I've always been a a more invested fan than the majority of people who go to see Star Wars movies and now like Star Wars television shows. But I feel like I'm kind of disconnected in the sense where when Luke showed up, it was like, yeah, it's great when Luke showed up. But I feel like if I w- if you were to ask me who would I want to show up in The Mandalorian and I would say Luke Skywalker, that would be like quite lower on my list of characters I'd like to show up. But the general going public of people who watch Mandalorian thought it was great and thought it was one of the best moments of the show. And so in terms of like people who would be watching Cassian Andor, for a major like l- moment of Obi-Wan Kenobi shows up and saves the day or whatnot, I feel like the general going audience of that would probably love 
love that and think it's like amazing as the character that they grew up with appearing in this show that they're watching on Disney Plus. Like to a lot of Star Wars fans or people, like, fans who are watching it, they'd probably think it'd be great. Whereas like I don't know about like us, is it just a disconnected thing of like? Um, a lot of the general people think, oh, I love this character. I want to see them again. Whereas we're like, well, is this really the correct moment to have this character in? Is it just a disconnect with us? Or I, I, I guess. I mean, you're right making the Luke comparison in The Mandalorian is people who don't really, like casual Star Wars fans, right? People who don't stay up with every piece of news like we do um, and just watch the shows for watching the shows. If Obi-Wan, if Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi shows up, it will mm. crush. Like, people will exactly. love it. Um, It'll be the biggest thing on Twitter for, like, a day or whatnot, similar to how yeah, Luke no. was. And we say it now, but at the same time, like, you know, if that did happen, um, our blind Star Wars brains that are always yeah. there for a few seconds before we start to process it will have the same reaction. But, right. Um, and one thing I would say, again, maybe not the Cassian Andor, but if this was just its own, like own television show the only thing we're getting again would love it but we're about to get a, a, a star wars uh kenobi television series he's about to have his own like mini series with his own story and, and be reappearing and everything why does he need to appear in this as well because i don't think it's setting up the show because i'm pretty sure kenobi would be coming out first if uh before and or i would think so it's not like setting it up like it it's just such a like the idea in of itself of Obi-Wan showing up is not necessarily a bit, as much of a problem. It's just appearing in the Cassian Andor series is the is what just feels so strange. As far as, like, you know, chronology goes, it's okay, mm. because Andor... Yeah, it's really uh, the only is, one of the things he could come in. Andor is taking place at a, in a time when Obi-Wan is really a free agent as far as him as far as he can do anything because there's 19 years of, of time um, that you can give Obi-Wan to do just anything <laughs> because mm. a lot can happen in 19 years um, he is a free agent in terms of like uh yes there's amount of time and like what he can do but he's locked like meta like film wise in the terms of we know where he was at the start and we know where he was at the end and we know how we have context of what he said and what he claimed to do at the end that like it, i feel like kenobi maybe less so but certainly him appearing in other things it's it's very locked into how much he can do everything has to be built around being able to fit into what we've already seen like i don't think he could like maybe he can verse vader it would be really weird but like he really can't verse vader because vader says like it's a name i have not met in a long time last time we met you were the uh master and i was the apprentice like there's like there's very clear dialogue and and context as to what he was doing in this time or at least what he wasn't doing in terms of this. And so there's only so much you can do with the character. And I feel like putting him in a Cassinando series, unless for some reason they go to Tatooine and he doesn't help the rebellion, or at least he hasn't like publicly helped the rebellion. Like maybe he's like a secret thing. Like it could always be that in which case tonally, it would feel quite different to the rest of what we assume Andor will be about. But like, I guess that could work, but I don't think that that, that would what this would be. Yeah, you know that. I mean, you're right. That would fit if Andor's travels somehow takes him to Tatooine. Yeah, there's nothing it's wrong like with every other Star Wars. There. Um, I don't yeah, think there's been um, a Star Wars. It's like maybe the sequel trilogies. There were a couple, but like, there's hardly been like any Star Wars medium, be them like video game or movie or book or anything, which hasn't had a single part on Tatooine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Mandalorians on Tatooine. You never go to Tatooine in. Uh, Fallen Order, which is probably no. a good thing. Um, and you're right, we only went to Tatooine for a single scene in the sequel trilogy. Um, yeah. 
I think that was the only time the sequel trilogy tried to be drastically different if you do, if you exclude <laughs> Last Jedi. Um, I mean, Jakku is basically Tatooine and everything but name. That's true. You're right. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, guys. I think that uh, is a good way to um, sort of move on to the next conversation. But yeah, yes, Obi-Wan in Endor... Um, Sure, we'll take it and see how it goes, but it seems very weird, and uh, we're not really sure how we feel about it. So, mm. um, uh, we're pretty much ba- we're pretty much impartial on this rumor. <laughs> yeah, it's like not necessarily impartial to Obi Wan appearing, but just about him appearing at Andor. Very strange. Yeah, I still uh, okay, always so forget. Is I still always forget week's... that Andor exists. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, so that that guys is this week's news. Um, yep. So now we're going to get into our main topic. All right, guys, uh, we're going to stave off from news and rumors and just ha- and try to have a little bit of fun this week. Michael and I are going to play a game, and uh, hopefully it'll be fun for you guys to listen to as well. We're going to play a game that Michael and I do very often to pass the time. When Michael and I had to take a very long road trip early, uh, um, late yeah. last year, we played about, God, uh, a lot of this game. Uh, and that game is Star Wars 20 Questions. Essentially, yes. we think of a character and Michael and I have 20 questions to try and guess who it is. We're going to tell mm. you who it is at the start and um, so that'll just make it more interesting for you guys to listen to um, uh, two idiots playing a game that they like. So, um, mm. I mean, unless you that. want to try and guess these obs- like obscure characters and or other things, in which case block your ears but yes for those who just want to like listen along and like laugh at our horrible attempts to try and f- f- uh, remember very obvious characters uh hopefully we'll be able to have some fun in it yeah okay so uh i'll okay so i'll go first and i'll show you guys basically what my uh character is going to be michael uh so i'll remove my headphones to... do a thumbs up when you're ready for me to hear again okay sure all right guys Michael's headphones are off, and the character is Lobot, Lando's assistant from Empire Strikes Back, who wears the cool thing around his head. Uh, okay, let's see how he does. I am back, everyone. Did he, did right, he say, Michael, a good, you ready? say a good one? All right, here we go. All right, so Michael, gauntlet. you will have 20 questions to guess who we are talking about. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay, we'll have, we'll have it. I'll keep track of it, but uh, first I'll, I'll keep track of how many questions you've got. You're at. Don't worry. All right. First question. Yeah. Do they appear in the Star Wars original trilogy films? Yes, they do. Okay. Are they a human? Yes. They are a human. Okay. Are they male? Yes. Okay. I've narrowed. I've down. The aim is to get like as like fifty percent and narrow it down each time. Mm-hmm. And now here's the tricky part. All right. Uh, do they appear in more than one of the f- original trilogy films? No. A single original trilogy film. Uh, are they aligned with the dark side? No. Uh, are they a high-ranking member of the Rebel Alliance? No. Okay. Okay, I've got a tricky one. How many questions am I on? Six. Six questions. i got plenty. i got plenty. All right. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you say they were a human character? Yes. Okay. Are they a force-wielding character? No. No, wait. Yeah, why would they be a force? Like, the, every force-wielding character appears in more than, more than one character, more than one film. <laughs> that, was, that was a bad, bad question. All right. Uh, That's okay. Hmm. Do they die on screen? No, they do not. They do not die on screen. Is the single film they appear in Return of the Jedi? 
No, it is not. Okay. So they appear. Oh, sorry. They appear in one of the first two, but they don't mm-hmm. die in them, and they don't appear in the later ones. Interesting. Okay, I might. Yeah. All right. This will be a lot easier if I can narrow the film it's in. Uh, do they only appear in A New Hope? No. Empire Strikes Back. Just in Empire. Oh, 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 okay. I reckon I have. All right. I have a guess of who they are. Mm-hmm. That, like, is based on anything. But uh, if I don't, then this will be lame. But are they Lobot? Guys, he's very good at this game. Yes! <laughs> Michael is so good at this game. I'm so perplexed every time how- we play this game in private. <laughs> Uh, how quickly he gets to the answer. In 10 questions, you did that, Michael. 10. Well All right, that's the current record. That's the that's the current record. All right. Yeah, so your, I, I guess time. I have to try and uh, beat that somehow, which I don't mm. think will happen at all. Uh, okay, so, Michael, that was yours. Well yep. done to you. Uh, okay. So now I will remove my headphones, and you guys can um, give it a listen. If you don't want to hear uh, the character and play along with us, essentially, uh, just unplug your own headphones for a few seconds and then come back. Or just go la 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 la. All right. All right, ready? Uh, I'm removing now. Michael, give me a heads up when you're done. And cool. yeah, just and yeah, so just that say it to the microphone. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. Cool. Uh, all right, everyone. Uh, Jack currently can't hear me, uh, so I am going to go with the character of uh, Watto from Phantom Menace. So that should be that should be fun. Uh, I'm back. Okay, guys. Uh, let's play Star Wars Twenty Questions. Yes. You ready, let's Michael? Go. I am ready to go when you are. Okay. Am I featured in the prequel trilogy? You are featured in the prequel trilogy. He's on me already. Look at him. He knows. Okay. Am I featured in only the prequel trilogy? Yes. You are featured in only the prequel trilogy. I'm just in the prequels. Okay. Am I male? Yes. Okay. Um, Am I... um, Am I in all three of the prequels? Uh, how many questions are you on, by the way? Do you want, I'll keep track. I, I'm on three. I, I don't worry, I'll, t- I'll keep oh, track okay. on my phone. Uh, no, you are not in all three prequel films. I'm not in all three prequels. Okay. Am I in... Um, am I in more than one prequel? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, I'm only in... I'm only not in one of the movies. That uh, is correct. So, so, that's not um, a question. That's just... You can assert that. Yep, that's fine. I'm only not in one of the movies. Is that movie that I'm not in Phantom Menace? No. Okay. Um, I'm going to spend some questions narrowing this down. Um, sure. Am I only not in Revenge of the Sith? Yes. I'm only not yes. in Revenge of the Sith. I wonder if there was a character that's only in Phantom Menace and in Revenge of the Sith, but not in Attack of the Clone. Hmm. I'll think about that later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I know I'm not Jar Jar, because Jar Jar shows up for, like, a few seconds at Padme's funeral um, mm. in, with that really sad face when he's just like, they cut <laughs> me out of this movie, the bastards! <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I'm only not in Revenge of the Sith. That's a really interesting part of this game. Okay, um... How many questions are you on? Seven. Seven. Okay, you're doing well. You could, mm. you've, you've narrowed it down a fair, fair amount. I'm only not in Revenge of the Sith. I am male. Am I human? You are not human. I'm not human. Okay. Um, am I a Jedi? You are not a Jedi. I'm not a Jedi. Okay. Um, let's see. Do I have an on-screen death? 
You do not have an on-screen death. I do not have an on-screen death. Okay. Um, God, who's in both the pretty... Newt Gun... No, Newt Gun raises him to the Sith. Anakin kills him. Um, let's see. Do I align myself with the Separatist Alliance? Oh. You do not align yourself with the Separatist Alliance. Do I align myself with anyone? Yeah, no. You well, yeah. You are free. Yeah, you align yourself with yourself. You're a free agent, basically. Okay, I'm a, so I'm not really, I'm not really heavily involved in the Clone Wars, you would say. Um, no. Okay, so uh, let's see. So I am only in Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, but I'm not in Revenge of the Sith. That that's right, right? Mm, that is correct. Okay. Um, and I'm not a Jedi, I'm not human, I'm self-serving. Good God. You are a male? Yeah. I'm a male. I'm uh, not doing well at this game. That's another thing that you can say <laughs> yes to. Um, uh, it's right. You've got plenty of time. It's just I... been compared to my yeah. immaculate skills. <laughs> Shut up. Um, I'm on 11 <laughs> questions, right? So let's see. Um, you are. You've got plenty. You've yeah, got plenty uh, of time. Am I a bounty hunter? You are not a bounty hunter. I'm not a bounty hunter. Okay. Um, uh, my God. Am I... Or am I, um, am I like an organism? You, uh, yeah, yes, you are an organism. Um, that's, a, that's, uh, a, that's, a, that's a weird way of trying to figure out if I'm a droid. Yeah, no, you're not a droid. Because okay. you're not an alien, but you're also not a droid, yeah. Right. No, you're sorry, you are an alien, but you're, you're not a human, but you're not a droid. It's going to pop out at me the minute you reveal it. Um, oh, I believe it will, yes. Oh, God. Um, I feel like it's not an immediate answer because it, it's not one you'd expect. I mean, I guess I'm giving away information, but it's not one you'd expect to be in both. But when you think about it, it's obvious that it, that they do appear in both. God, this is a really good one. Um, I can always trust you to get me one that I have, that I'll have absolutely no freaking idea of. Um, Apparently so. I didn't think so. This always so. happens well, when we good, play. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, don't worry, don't worry. Uh, after the last thing, you you clearly proved your Star Wars superiority, so it's just me reclaiming some of it a little bit in just um, in terms of the silly, silly games. Oh, for God's sake! Uh, uh, look, it's just ca- he's just camera shy. Everyone, when we're playing with just us two, he's very good. Don't worry, it's all right. You can do it, Jack. Am I involved in any kind of battle? No, I'm not involved in any battles. Okay. No. Um, all right. Uh, Let's say the clue I will give is this character would be considered a comedic character from our standpoint. As in, we would make joke. We make jokes around this character. Okay. And I think you say when you mean we, it's sort of like inside jokes between the two of us. So, um, I would say generally the Star Wars fan base as as or the prequel memes maybe as a whole but also like uh or like people who joke around star wars yes but me and you as well okay god but dexter jetster doesn't appear in phantom menace he doesn't oh god it's obviously it's obviously not jar jar wow. it's um you no it's not you're really gonna kick yourself at the end of this I'm, one i'm absolutely sure i am um am i oh i'm not maybe just ask questions to try and narrow it down. I'm not further. baby Boba Fett. <laughs> um, get him, Dad, get him. Fire. <laughs> um Yeah, okay. He's not like a hundred percent known as like a, a specific joke, but he's one of the characters that is memed. It's not Ben Poggeneros, he's only he's only in Phantom Menace. No. That would be a good one. That would be a good one. I think you're thinking too obscure. But he's like a memed character based on how you described him, so 
Yeah, but he's a main character. Alright, I'll give you another clue. Well, what? He's a main character. No? What main Do you want me to what say? main characters appear right. only first in the in the He's He's a main character in terms of the plot in one of the films and a very minor character in the other one. Right, but it can't be Newt Gunray. This is absolutely absurd. Um, not not your choice. The, the how sucky no. I am at this game. Um, Ooh, it's okay. It's 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 uh, it's. It, you can say it's super it's super easy, and I'm not gonna get it. I'm not gonna. I didn't. I was gonna say it's just uh, stage fright. You know, you're just a bit. It's oh, intimidating. God. Trade Federation ship going. Try and maybe work out which part he's going in. down. Like, going down to Naboo, Jar Jar, Boss Nest, Captain Tarples. That's it. A bunch of other Naboo people. Then we go to Tatooine, where it can't be Anakin or Jar Jar, or oh, for God's sake, I know who it is. <laughs> you got yeah, it. You got it. I know, it? I know who it? it is. It's Watto. Is it's Watto? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Ah, got you that back. Oh, thank. Not even, it's not even a quote. Thank God. <laughs> I, th- I, I was afraid I wouldn't get it. Oh, I didn't expect that one to be quite as hard. I guess because he's just not a character you'd think no, of. No, everyone like, forgets oh, about Watto. Watto. I forget about yeah. Watto. I'll be the first person to say I forget completely about yeah. Watto and his, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, his involvement in the yeah. prequel trilogy at all. Um. He's got a fair amount of screen time in the Phantom Menace. Like he's the antagonist of the Tatooine, like uh, pretty much. Section. Yeah, like, you're not. Yeah. You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> okay, well that's mine. We'll go back to you now, Michael. Um, mm. I'll pick one for you. All right. So uh, uh, get rid of those headphones, and uh, we'll pick another character. Okay, guys. Michael's character is Agent Callus from Rebels, the guy with the mutton chops on his face. Uh, okay. Let's see how he does. All right, Michael, you ready? Hello. He's back. I am ready. Yes. All right, let's do this. Off All you right. go. So I, I reckon I'll have one of two approaches. Either I blitz my previous record, or I do even worse than you did last round. So <laughs> there's the only two alternatives. All right. Do you appear in the Star Wars sequel trilogy? No. Oh, I thought it would be like one of each. Okay, all right. Um, do you appear in the Star Wars original trilogy? No. Okay. Oh, okay. Am I going to ask? May as well. Hey, narrow it down. Do you appear in the Star Wars prequel trilogy? Mm-hmm. No. All right. We're thinking. We're we're going extra. So, do you appear in a Star Wars television series? Yes. Okay. Do you appear exclusively in Star Wars: The Clone Wars? No. Do you appear exclusively in Star Wars Rebels? Yes. If you get this close to, like, no questions at all again. <laughs> all right, so I'm on five? Six. Oh, six. You're right, six. Okay. Ooh. Are you light side aligned? No. Are you human? Yes. I shouldn't have asked that most of the dark bad guys are human. They're very xenophobic. Okay. Eight. Yeah. Oh, all right. Optimizing it here. Here we go. Do you die on screen? No. All right, I have currently one suspicion. Nope, he's not human. All right. A human doesn't die on screen. Enemy. Only in Star Wars Rebels. Human. Dark side line. Doesn't die on screen. 
only in Star Wars Rebels. I've got a lot to go off in that. There's got to be only a few options. Oh. Oh. I have one character in my mind who's dark side aligned, who fits all of the qualities. But he also joins the light side. Um, but I don't... Uh, if I ask a question, then that it would be specific for him. So I may as well ask if that, if I'm going to do that. But can I think of another option? All right, I'm going to ask it. Is it Agent Callus? In nine questions, you asshole. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. Well, beat, this is absolutely ridiculous. I beat ridiculous. my record. You beat your own record. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, yes, it was Agent Callus. Well, because that's the thing. I thought the amount of, like, uh, basically, the only bad guys are Imperials. There's very few non-Imperial bad guys, like Maul... Um, I swear, guys, we've played this game. I got it in like five mm. questions one time. Like Michael had picked Director Krennic from Rogue One. I got it in five questions. Yeah, you got. It. You did. You were pretty quick on that one. Um, All right. Well, my my record of nine. Can you redeem yourself, Jack? Absolutely no. Final, it's time to final suck one. Again, so give me another character, and I'll put my headphones out. All right. Headphones out, uh, Jack. Okay. Uh, oh no, maybe that's a bit tough. All right. You know what? He can do it. I believe in Jack. We believe in Jack. Everyone at home. We're good to go. Uh, I'm doing Dio from Rise of Skywalker. So, yes, let's... Uh... All right. Now, Jack, do you have no idea what I said? Absolutely no idea what you said. No cheating. No... All right. Let's I go. Promise. All right. Are you in the Star Wars main saga? Yes. You are. Okay. Um, are you in more than one trilogy? No. Okay. Are you just in the original trilogy? No. Are you just in the sequel trilogy? Yes. Okay. Um, are you are you a, are you part of the Skywalker family? No. <laughs> well, it would Ray fit in that? But no, I'm not Ray. But that was... not in my head canon. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, you're not in the Skywalker family, but you're in the sequel trilogy. Okay. Uh, are you? Um, do you fight alongside the Resistance? The wording on that is a bit off, but yes, I do. The wording on that is a bit off. What could he mean by that, guys? Maybe he... Okay. You know what? I have an idea. Yeah. But, but I don't But I. want to elaborate on this. Are you, okay. are you in all of the sequel movies? No. Okay. Are you only in Last Jedi? Nope. You're, on, you're not only in Last Jedi. Okay. Because I was thinking DJ, Benedict Benio mm. character. No. Um, okay. Uh, okay, so you're not only in... I think I might have misled you when I said fight alongside the resistance. Like it's a definitive if he fights alongside the resistance, just you know. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, are you only no. in Rise of Skywalker? That is correct. Okay. Um, does the main cast meet you along their sort of Indiana Jones terribly written journey? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, now, I, I picked our favourite film, everyone listening at home, so Jack is very familiar with this film, In and Out, because he watches it every week. Yes, that's true. Um, am I Zori? <laughs> you are not Zori. Okay. I think I might have slipped earlier that I accidentally used he pronouns, so... God, what male people do they meet? It's like just Zori and Jenna. The answer to that is misleading, but yes. So I'm male, but I'm only in sequel trilogy, and I, and I, and you know, the, they... Okay, so, sorry. Am I, when the people see me on their little adventure in Rise of Skywalker, do they meet me for the first time? Yes. So it can't be Lando, because he's also in the originals. Um, yep. God, what male people do they meet? It's just Zori and Jenna. 
Um, oh, I know who it is. Yep. It's Babu Frick. It is not Babu Frick. That oh. is a very close answer, but no. Damn it. Am I... So you're not human either. Okay. Um, well, are you human? You are not human. Okay. Am I like a... So I am... It's safe to say I am a side character in Rise of Skywalker. Yes. So, uh, um, basically what you're saying is you're met by the group along their Indiana Jones trip or whatnot, um, and so you're there, but that's not where they meet you. You join them along the way. Um, Got to be getting pretty close now. Oh, wait a minute. I know who I am. Am I a droid? You are a droid. Am I Dio? You are Dio from The Rise of Skywalker, yes. Oh, God. Okay, I said, that's why I said he was misleading, because he technically, the droid uses he pronouns, but it's um, not human. Uh, and also, I, I sh- shouldn't have really said this, but when you say fight alongside the Resistance, you're in the Resistance, just don't fight, though. I that's true. He's, like, in the movie until then. Mm. They, they get, like, the information from him that they were searching for the whole time. Like, why did yep. they go on this massive goose chase if Dio had the information the whole time? And yeah. then he just isn't in the last fight. Oh, is he not? Does he not show up? He doesn't even show up. Like, oh god. <laughs> so that's. I love that movie. Yeah. We're gonna get in. We're gonna get into some more Rise of Skywalker bashing here, guys. Mm. Um, but Michael and I have both had a um, uh, two goes at this, and I think that is a yes. good place for the episode to end. Thank you, guys. I think we just had a bit of fun this week. So we did exactly. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um. Uh, yeah, I thought that was uh, a good episode and I thought that was uh, a good discussion we had with the news and stuff. So I hope you guys enjoyed as well. Um, the time codes for those discussions will be in the, um, description below and we will be, uh, back, uh, normal time next week on the Sunday, uh, hopefully with some awesome new Star Wars stuff to talk about as we grow, uh, as we get closer and closer to the Bad Batch. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's it, Michael, uh, social media, all Definitely. that stuff that we say every week, you guys know it by now we're 33 yep. episodes in. So um, we are, yeah, we've been doing this for a, not in a significant amount of time now. It's, it's, it's been fun. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's that guys. Uh, anything else to say, Michael? Uh, be sure to check us out in the next coming weeks. Uh, we plan to start another, uh, series similar to our rise of sky retrospective. And so, uh, I guess you will, you'll find out in the coming weeks uh, what form that takes, but we're looking forward to that as well as we're just happy to keep doing Star Wars weekly content. And whether whether there's Star Wars news or not, we always always fun way, find fun ways to talk about our, our love of the Star Wars universe uh, together in this podcast. So hopefully you guys enjoy it too. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's that, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with all with it, with all the uh, Star Wars content you could ask for, hopefully. And yep. uh, that is us for this week. Thank you, guys, for listening. This has been Telling the Earth.